Hello, dear listeners. Osman fell asleep, so I decided to step in and thank our patrons. We have our cobalt patrons, Dylan Douglas and Remington Cloutier. Our Minotaur patrons, Clingster and Aperture Flash. And our Dragon patron, Lupus Malum. You are the sweetest things and deserve all the cookies and corn dogs. Well, welcome back to the Fumbling Four and the Almighty Crit. I am the Almighty Crit, Aaron. So today's question of the day, in honor of the season one finale episode, is how would you like to see your character sent off? And my answer is Charlie will never die. Woo! Spring break forever! (laughs) Spring break forever! Great. Right. right. Travis? Um, if I was going to kill Charlie, let's see how I would kill Charlie. <laughs> um, oh, that's not me. Um, I'm Travis. I'm playing Ampersand, the other the barbarian sweetheart. He's a good guy. Um, I don't know. Um, it's That's a loaded question because, folks, this is the final episode of this season. So if I say that if I say how I want him to be sent off now, that's just going to screw me over because that's how Aaron does stuff. He's going to have a train fall out of the sky full of popcorn and then it smothers everybody. <laughs> there you go. Done. <laughs> Done. Game over. Done. But you know what? Ampersand will never die because he's going to live on in the hearts of the two people who like him. Just just two people. I'm pretty sure like majority of the fans love Ampersand. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we'll see how it goes then. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Daniel, what do you got? Um, Daniel, I play Tariff, <laughs> the <laughs> mousling rogue arcane trickster slash bard. And because I don't know either, I'm just going to wing it and say uh, Tariff's going to be in a great piano accident. <laughs> <laughs> That would be awesome. A great piano accident. That's how you see Tariff going out at the last episode of the season. I have no idea. So I just I just (laughs) threw something out there. (coughs) Probably one of his own doing too. I guarantee it. Piano. (laughs) No, my question is why wouldn't it be a grand piano? Why does it have to be a great one? Ah. <laughs> well, I meant great as in like make it's, pianos it's grand like a, again. It's like a big, co- big piano accident. Oh, a big piano it accident wasn't wasn't like the type the of type piano, of piano okay. that it is. Okay. Is still you know that's that that's what the the fortune teller couldn't tell you. <laughs> God. <sighs> All right, Ariel. <laughs> I'm Ariel. I play the Granny Aggie. Necromancer. Ooh. Reaper. 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 Yes. Mm. 
She said if nobody, happen? she said if nobody found out before the last ah. episode, she would announce it on the last episode. This is true. Yep. Necromancer yep. Reaper. That's right. Yep. So here it is me announcing. And the way I see her going out is finally going back to the real Reggie and Colin. And it's granny. She's not going to live there forever. She's going to wander off again. <laughs> She's senile. She's going to wander off again. Oh, but is she senile? <laughs> oh. She's going to travel to go see the Nile. Oh, my gosh. The <laughs> I hate that I said that. <laughs> well, and joining us today, assuming his role as Jimmy Really Rad is none other than Sergio. Hello. Air horns. Welcome back, Sergio. It's good to be back. <laughs> How do you see Jimmy really bad dying? <laughs> I see him uh, being laid on a bed of roses by Ampersand uh, <laughs> as Ampersand gently caresses his cheeks and Tariff uh, cries a vial of tears and places it in Jimmy Really Rad's hands and <laughs> Granny uh, sings a song, possibly... Um, uh, don't know what you got till it's gone by Cinderella. I feel like Seal playing in the background would be better. It's gonna be, it's gonna be Cinderella. If I have anything to say about it, it's gonna be. Don't know what you got till it's gone. That's the one. Sorry, that's it. Do you want to get this episode knocked off? The oh episode. gosh, sorry. Right. It's the last episode of this season. Before anyone asks, yes, we're coming back for season two. Season two is happening. And we got more about that in our upcoming uh, Fumbling Four Talk episode. But at any rate, unfortunately, Mark and Michelle could not join us. They're both sick. They are getting better. They will be back for season two. Well, Mark will be back for season two. Um, but we wish them all the best. And all that being said, let's go ahead and dive back in. Where we last left off, you had just reached the shore of your trials. Before you was a mighty stone door and eerie blue flamed torches. Ampersand had another heartfelt moment, removed one of his final two dreadlocks in commemoration of his mother. And as you were all quizzical about what comes next, the doors suddenly flew open and you are met with a stench of stale and dare we say ominous presence and a hand began clawing its way out of the bag on Ampersand's hip and that is where we'll dive back in I leave it to you Reggie what is that <laughs> doorway yeah. no you ah. got a hand yeah. where get me out of this <laughs> I'm gonna grab the hand and I'm gonna yank it out yeah. yank him out I'm I holding. Ripped my arm out of my shoulder, you big galoot. I'm holding. Rip, 
I'm holding Jimmy in front of me. Well, what are you trying to get out of the bag for? You were happy and safe in there. Wasn't happy. I wasn't safe. I nearly died several times. Well, I'd All I had put- to eat were these gross meated breaded things that tasted like pig buttholes. Yeah, well, they're you don't like them. I mean, hold on. This I, is your trial, young man. I, I, I mean, I learned to like them, but is, is there such yes. a thing as, 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 is there such a thing as, uh, as, uh, what is it? The, when you get kidnapped and you start to love your kidnapper, but for yes, food? <laughs> <laughs> I believe that's Stockholm syndrome. I, 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 I think I have suck, Suckholm syndrome for these pig buttholes. <laughs> well, I don't blame you. They're delicious. I, don't, I mean, we had Tariff in there with you for a while telling you stories, and they're right, little boy. Yeah, I've got all these little bite marks. <laughs> that was that was the other Tariff. I need to get tested immediately. Probably. <laughs> well, I'm gonna sit. I'm gonna sit, Jimmy, really rad down. All right, you're out. You're going to be on your way? You're going to follow us and see what kind of trials and tribulations we have ahead of us? Trials? Take me to a veterinarian or something. Well, you're not a you're not a dog. But the mouse bit me, and so I need well, to get tested. Is that how that works? I don't know. I'm very confused, and yeah. I need a drink of water to wash down all these pig buttholes. <laughs> this I, hold one on. talks a lot, Reggie. No, Who's well. this old lady? My grandmother. Oh, don't be rude. My name is Aggie. Uh, Hello, Aggie. How are you? I'm going to extend a bony hand out. I don't want to touch her. (laughs) (laughs) Whatever she's got going on looks contagious. Also, I'm pretty sure the mouse pooped on me. Grandma. Grandma, offer him a cookie. I was about to offer him something else, but whoa, cookie is nicer. So I'm going to hand him a cookie. It's peanut butter. I hold the cookie in my hand. I, I smell it. It's like, That's got to be better than pig buttholes. I start munching it down. <laughs> it is one of the most delicious things you have ever eaten. Oh, my God. Granny, let me see that hand of yours. <laughs> I grab it and I start kissing it like oh thank you that wash the taste of pig buttholes out of my mouth oh my gosh <laughs> So, would you like another yes yes I take it I start munching on it kind of wiping my mouth like so what the hell have you assholes been up to <laughs> <laughs> like I, I would I would hear things every so often the bag would open and from whatever cosmic void I was inside of, I could hear like muffled sounds. So, I, but I couldn't make heads or tails of what's going on. But it sounds like you guys have been in some real deep shit. Well, we've got some trials and some tribulations ahead of us. We're going to go punch Destiny in his stupid mouth. I'm going to get my fiance back from him. Ask her if she really will marry me. And then everything will be great. But you have a fiance? Does... In the works, in the works, okay? <laughs> I don't, I don't, I don't get that at all. I don't understand what's well, going on. Well, it's not to be boring, but her name is Soren. And I, I don't, love her. 
might might possibly be the most boring thing I've ever heard in my life. Ooh. Granny, how? What? I want to follow Granny, and I, I want to follow the peanut butter cookie lady wherever she goes. Well, I will. <laughs> I am. If if there is a religion or cult um, to join, then I I would like to join. I would like literature uh, on this because that's quite possibly the most delicious thing I've ever put in my mouth. <laughs> Granny Aggie's gonna start the cult of peanut butter cookies. Yes. Yes, I will. <laughs> That's how her story ends. Yeah. Starts to cold peanut butter cookies. Oh, gosh. Uh, so are you ready to journey into the dungeon ahead? Yes. Yeah, Granny will start walking in. So as you all begin to walk in, first and foremost... I am awarding every single one of you two things for this final session. Number one, a one-time usage of the almighty crit. Oh, well, hey. One time only during this entire episode. Finally, each one of you will be awarded inspiration for your actions through this entire game and the comedy that you have brought to the world. You have each been given one inspiration point. Ooh. Use both of these things wisely, as you will need them. Mm. Denied. <laughs> <laughs> Request denied. As you all take your first steps down the stone staircase, entering a dark corridor, the torches begin to light up down this hall, all with blue flames. As you hit the final steps to the staircase, the doors behind you slam shut. And you hear something slide across them. That doesn't While inside good. While inside you notice the walls themselves are tall. As you take your first steps, you notice a hollowing eerie echo. The walls are roughly 200 foot tall. Jeez. And as it goes higher, the darkness begins to swallow them. You look forward and you see that there are multiple paths. Some straight, some left, some right. And you can all safely assume that you've entered a labyrinth. All right, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to crouch down next to Grandma and I'm going to... Get closer and say, Bagatha, mm, they said that these, these were trials that you needed to face and we're here with you. So you lead the way and we'll be behind you the entire time. I'm going to pat Ampersand on the shoulder and say, thank you, Ampersand. (laughs) I say, no granny of mine is gonna go first into battle, and I hop in front of her. It's like, I will act as your meat shield. (laughs) Dear boy, you're so sweet, you come up to my hip. (laughs) I put my hand hand up on her hip, and I say, I love you. (laughs) I love you, Granny, and I do like a little dip. Did she dip? And I start, yeah. So I stand in front of her, ready to ready to start walking. About three paces in front, as soon as she starts walking. 
Yeah, I'm going to start walking. All right. <clears throat> so, as you proceed forward, you are met with a T-junction. You could either go left or you can go right. Which, which direction would you like to head? Which way, Granny? I'm going to look at Tariff. Colin, do you know which way to go? Of course I do. You'll be used deception. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> that is 25. Okay. Yeah, you believe him. He knows eight. He, it sounds like he knows exactly where he's going. Or do you want to look to go try a bluff? Yeah, I was going to roll it. Okay, go ahead and roll an insight. 21. Yeah, you believe him. He seems like he knows exactly where he's going. That way, I'm going to point towards the right. <laughs> okay. So you are told by Tariff to go to the right. So I'll go to the right. All right. So you walk a little ways and the path itself curves back to the left. And then again, back to the left. And you have either a straightaway or you can turn left. Colin. I thought this was your trial. If I'm directing you. <laughs> We've already made a couple of left turns. If we make another left turn, we're going to get back to where we were at. So I'm going to go straight. Okay. So you continue straight. As you continue straight, it goes down slightly. There's a slight slope. And then it slopes back up. And you turn right. And you are met with another straightaway or to turn right. Let's just go straight. So as you turn straight, the only way to go is left and left again to a dead end. Ah, shit. We're lost. <laughs> all right. So we're going to turn around and. I would head. like all of you to roll me perceptions. No. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> 23. I 23. rolled a. I rolled a three. <laughs> <laughs> So Ampersand just turns around and starts walking back the way he came. I'm just oblivious. Hey, hey, hey big guy. No, 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 no. Hold on. Come back. Come back. Come back. Let's let's What? That's a dead end. As you look up at the cusp of darkness, you see there are three bat statues. They appear to be holding something in their claws. Can you reach that, Reggie? How high How high up are they? About 80 feet. Yes, I can reach Oh, those. I didn't realize it was that high. I wouldn't have said mm. that then. Okay, what do they What do they have in their clothes? You can't tell from here. Okay, it's I'm, too dark. I'm going to crouch down and just jump straight up to them. <laughs> because you gave, okay. them, you gave me them boots. As you jump, nothing happens. Oh, boo. I'll fire my crossbow. What are you shooting at? Whatever they're holding. Okay, go ahead and roll. Uh, it's armor class. 24. Okay, you hit, and it tings off. Although the ting, I will give you each a perception roll. Four. Hey, I rolled an 18. So 15. 19. 19. 23. 
you all know this to be the distinguishing sound of something hitting glass. I'm going to cast Mage Hand and see if the hand can pull it from the back. Okay. So you cast Mage Hand up there, and the minute the Mage Hand grasps around this rod, the claws release, and the rod comes tumbling to the ground as it weighs more than five pounds, and Mage Hand cannot lift it. That's fine. I but just it wanted is, to pull it. This so. object is falling fast towards the ground. And it sounds like glass. <laughs> Someone catch it, please. What, I do a uh, acrobatics check? Yes, please. I'm going to try to. 22. You know, if we all try, we might. Yep, go ahead and make acrobatics if you want to try. I got a 22. That's a crit. Oh, that's a crit. <laughs> and I got a 27. <laughs> so if yeah. you want a number, it's... 24. So, Ampersand, are you the only one who did not lunge for this object? Yeah. Okay, so all three of you lunge forward. Granny's just a bit more agile than the, the two of you, and she first grabs it in midair, and then the, the other two of you slide in and grab it right after her. So, in, oh. in your hands, you feel a burning sensation. Each one of you will be taking four points of burn damage. Ah, shit, my hand. As you each let go of the rod, it kind of tings to the ground. And as you look at your hands, you all have this odd insignia burned into your hands. And just as quickly as it got burned in, it heals up and disappears. Interesting. I'm going to walk over and say, see, if you two fellas had more corn dogs in your system, you could have kept up with her. <laughs> I'm gonna I will reach down and pick up the glass rod. As soon as you touch it, it burns you. The yeah. same thing happens. Four, and the signy into your hand. Four points of damage. No. Uh, roll. Tell me what I got. No. <laughs> yep, four points of damage. Okay. All right. This I'm gonna, rod does not like you guys. Yeah. What does the insignia look like or say? So the insignia is a pyramid with the bottom left corner incomplete. Inside looks like a crude, archaic drawing of a potion bottle and a wisp of smoke coming out of the bottle. Okay. I'm going to put the I'm going to put the rod in the sheath next to the sword on my back. I'm going to roll a religion to see if I can figure out what this insignia is for. Go ahead. If anybody else would like to use anything else to decide to discern what this is. It's a 20, but not a crit. Okay. I want to use an arcana. That is 25. Okay. Anybody else want to roll? I rolled a uh, crit failure on history. <laughs> nope. <laughs> Never seen this shit in my life. Yeah. <gasps> All right. So, Granny, not enough to know about the religion. However, the arcana is just enough. You'll get the base knowledge. This is an ancient sigil to symbolize white magic. It is from a arcane clan of white mages from 10,000 years ago. Good. You don't know what the symbol is? 
but you know that it's white magic, so it's not harmful. Tell that to my hand. <laughs> so I was going to say. Yeah, I have, I have a so, burnt hand, so it's pretty harmful. Yeah, I'll elaborate all that to them. So this is this part of a larger puzzle. Do we have to find something else that goes with this glass burning thing? I guess we'll find out. And I'm just, I'm going to continue to walk back the way we came. I really shouldn't have stuck around with you assholes. Well, you can go back in the bag if you like. No, 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 no. It's fine. It's fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's fine. (laughs) So as you all begin to walk back to where you came from, you turn right. You turn right again. And yet again, you turn left. And when you get to this area where you can turn right again, Ampersand, Mm -hmm. you are physically pulled to the right. Your feet leave the ground and you are pulled to the right. (laughs) Down a corridor or to a wall? Down a corridor. All right. I guess we're going this way. I'm going to run after him. Okay. And I run after Granny. (laughs) (laughs) I think I generally stay in the harness. So Yeah, you're in the harness with him. Whee! So you're pulled first, Ampersand, you're pulled down the right straight away. Then you're mm-hmm. pulled right again. Then right again. Then right again. Then right again. Rapidly. I'm just going, you're in th- a, going in a circle. You're, <laughs> or a square. So you are flung directly into a pool of red. Pool of red? Now yes. does it is it is it blood or just red water? It it does it does not have the viscosity of blood, but it is red fluid, and you are sinking in it. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna toss Tariff to the edge, get Tariff out. Okay, um, I mean is, you can swim in it; it's not eating you. Yeah, but yeah, uh, so I'm just gonna sink to the bottom. Okay. So um, you sink to the bottom. Okay, I'm going to feel around. Uh, it's red. Is it red opaque? So I can't really see what's in front of me. Yeah. Okay, I'm going to feel around for a door or a switch or something in the floor to, to drain this water out with. Okay. So we'll get back to you in just a moment. All right. The rest of the party, you rapidly run down the halls, eventually finding yourself in a room with a beautiful and large fountain. Tariff is sitting on the edge, shaking himself off with this red liquid. And the fountain itself, as you look at it, has this odd carving of a coiled dragon. Almost like a serpent-like dragon coiling around this pillar with this red liquid coming out of its mouth. Tariff, where is Ampersand? I uh, fell in. I'm looking in. You cannot see him at the bottom. The red is too dense. I'm going to touch the water. Does it burn me or anything? You will heal all of your hit points. Tariff, you have also healed your hit points. Excellent. Ampersand, you have also healed your hit points. <laughs> all right, I'll take it. <clears throat> I'm going to jump in. Okay, so you jump in and you immediately sink to the bottom. Oh, she fell in. Granny, no! And I jump in. (laughs) Sergio, you heal your hit points and you sink to the bottom. 
Tariff? I'm standing here on the edge. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we go back to our party oh, below. Oh, great. Ampersand, right. you were looking for some sort of device to drain this fluid. I'm looking for if there's a doorway, a switch, a giant rubber plug in the floor. Um, somehow I think these arcane ruins would not have rubber plugs. <laughs> that would be epic, though. It would be hilarious. Uh-huh. It's very cartoonish. Uh, no, there is nothing down here. All right. So I'm my hands are outstretched in front of me. I'm feeling along the walls. And it's just it's just uh, the bottom of a pool, essentially. Yep, just the bottom of a pool. All right, um, and I can tell that once I hit the water, I, I I felt better. You felt better, yes. You you felt revivified and rejuvenated. Nice. Okay, I'm gonna reach in my bag, and I'm gonna grab a g- grab a jug. You know what? No, I've got a I've got a beer cask in there that I never used. <laughs> that the uh, that the uh, ghost merchants gave me. Okay. Okay. I'm gonna. I'm going to grab that. I'm going to swim back to the top and pop it open and just dump all the beer out. Okay. And then I'm gonna sink to the bottom and fill that cask, that keg, with this red fluid. Okay. And I'm gonna cork it back off and put it in my bag. All right. So I'm going to have a... You sink, you sink to the bottom with Jimmy, and you see Ampersand kind of look around for a minute. Then he grabs his cask out, and then he swims back to the top, and then a few moments go by, and he drops back down, and he starts scooping this water in. What would you two like to do? That's what I'm doing, talking to him, but I'm in water, so it's... <laughs> blah, 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 blah. I'm going to go towards Ampersand. I'll okay. grab Jimmy. Okay. And go towards Ampersand. I wrap my arms around her waist. <laughs> I start kicking my feet along with her. All right, so you've swam up to Ampersand. Okay, and I, I see them. I said, hey, I didn't know you guys could be could breathe under water like I can. Blah, 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 blah. <laughs> Wait a minute. Is that a yes or a no? I'm gonna nod my head yes. All right, I'll about you, you little jerk. <laughs> I start to like start to struggle a little bit because I cannot breathe underwater. <laughs> Do I see him like struggling? If you're looking at him, yes, you see him kind of <laughs> looking at you with this look uh, of plea. I don't think I'm that's a yes on his part. So you two swim to the surface. Shortly followed by Ampersand. Yeah. As you get to the surface and you cork up this cask, the cask immediately bursts into flames. God damn it! And you throw it against the wall and it just turns to absolute ash. However, everyone else roll me a perception. I'm not taking that with me. So 21. 21. 29. All three of you notice that the glass rod on Ampersand's back is now full of that red liquid. You have some of that red liquid on your back, Reggie. I need a towel. Do I need a towel? Do I need to dry off? I'm going to start shaking like a dog. It's inside the rod, man. Oh, huh. 
And I kind of, I start going in a circle, trying to look over my oh. shoulder at it. And I'm just spinning in a circle. Are you sure? I can't quite see it. You and are I'm just, as dumb as I remember. <laughs> it's easy for you to say. And I'm just, kinda, oh, you're, oh, oh, you're right. Right. Hold on. And I'm going to start going over the other shoulder now. You're right. It should be easier to do it this way. And I start spinning in the other circle. I'm going to stop him from spinning. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Just reach behind you. All right. And then I'm going to grab it. And does it burn me again? Nope. All right. I take it out and say, however, a signal glows on the back of your hand. Okay. The same one that was burnt in? Exactly the same one. All right. So. And the liquid begins to bubble inside. I'm going to put it back in there and say, uh, was uh, I didn't want to cook the stuff? I don't know. Do we? I don't know. Tor- Tortoise, you told us a little bit about these marks. Uh, what do you think you know about the st- stuff with the red and the bubble in the hand? If anyone would like to give me a religion or arcana check at this moment, you may. Nope. Uh, nope. 18 for arcana. Okay. I'll even allow history. Nope. Anybody else want to? Screw it. I'm just going to go. I don't have either one of those, but I'll roll intelligence, I guess. Yeah, no. No, I actually got stupider with that roll. (laughs) (laughs) So, unfortunately, no one knows anything about it now. Okay. So we're in a room with a giant fountain of a serpentine dragon. Mm -hmm. This giant red pool. Are there any doors in here besides the one I got pulled through? Nope. Nothing. Okay. I'm going to pull the uh, glass rod back out. How okay. big How big is this? Like a quarter staff size or a... So as you're looking at it, this rod is the same shape and size of a quarter staff. Okay. However, at the tip of this quarter staff glass rod, there is a coiling dragon with its mouth open. Hmm. Uh, hmm. Is there a way to get to the fountain? I mean, besides swimming across the pool? Uh, You mean to the actual center? Yeah. No. All right. Um, I guess I'm going to be swimming across the pool to the fountain. Okay. And uh, once I get there, I'm going to, I guess, kind of poke the mouth of the fountain with this glass rod. Come on! Do something important! Nope. Nothing happens. And I'm gonna straddle the top of the the fountain statue like I'm riding like a horse. Any! Any ideas from your end of the pool? This pool is only like four foot wide. (laughs) It's just really deep. He's literally shouting at you, and he's like four feet from you. (laughs) Ah, I must be far away. Look how look how small Jimmy looks. He's I'm so far away. I'm like right here. Like I'm not even shouting. I'm just using a normal normal voice, and you can. Oh my God! This fluid has healed my ears. It sounds like you're right here with me. I, I I am. I. Oh, Jesus Christ, we're all going to die, aren't we? Eventually! <laughs> Adventure! 
I just hug Granny. <laughs> it's okay, little guy. Can I have another cookie? <laughs> I'm gonna pull out a cookie. Jimmy's really playing you. <laughs> oh well. Let me get some cookies, Granny. Uh, oh my god. Alright, I'm sitting old woman. I'm gonna I'm I'm sitting atop the statue. I'm gonna put the glass rod back in the sheath with the sword. I'm gonna reach down in the mouth of the statue of the fountain where the everything's coming out of feeling around. I I'm at a loss, I don't know. Nothing. Nothing. Alright. You guys wait! I'm gonna swim back to you! And I get down, I swim back to the other side. Whew. Now, what I will say is that you were, this path that you had been pulled down is the path that you did not take when you were first walking down this corridor. Okay. So there's still more to go. Uh, all right. <laughs> Feels like there may be more places to go. Let's go. All right, so you... I'll begin walking back down the corridors to where you started. You know this because you can see the doors. So the only way to move now at this point is to go the left path. As you journey down the left path, you again, you turn left, then right, then right again, then left again, and then you are met with a T crossing. Which way would you like to go? Wait, we're, we're... Were we here before? I don't remember. All right, we're... Let's see, the mouse pointed that way last time, so we're going this way, and we're going to go to the right. I should have been drawing this down so I would have a map for myself, but I didn't do it. So you head to the right. Granny, hold on, hold on, hold on. Granny, give me another cookie. Give me a couple of them. (laughs) I'll give him a couple more cookies. And I start crumbling him up. We'll leave a cookie trail. If we get lost, we'll just follow it back. <laughs> Good That's idea. a wonderful idea. You're- I so badly want Tamar to be in the back eating the cookie trail as you're walking. <laughs> He's not that terrible. Yeah. Uh, Jimmy, you're going to grow up to be a fine young man. I'm 78 years old. You say that now. Well, yeah, in a year, I'll say I'm 79. I don't know why I bother arguing with you. Let's go. Because I'm always right. And I'm going to take off running. (laughs) (laughs) So after a while, you continue to walk and you're met with yet another choice. You can continue straight or you can take the left path. Uh, hmm. I'm going to listen. We're going to try and listen to see if I hear anything down either path. Roll me a perception. Yeah, you shut up. <laughs> I'm the DM. Yeah, I know. Do, 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 do. That's 10. I don't know why I even looked. <laughs> yeah, nothing. You hear nothing. Mm. All right. Can I sit and listen? You may. Well, stand and listen. Anybody who wants to roll a listen check, you may do so at this time. So, 15. 14, 15, 23. <clears throat> Remember, I can't get below a 10 on the dice. 
So the other two of you hear nothing as well. Mostly just Ampersand tapping his foot because he's becoming impatient. <laughs> uh, Tariff, however, hears coming from both directions some sort of scraping noise. From both from both directions? From both directions. Does one sound closer than the other? Uh, yes, the one straight ahead of you sounds closer. There's a scraping noise coming from both directions, but sounds like the noise is closer that way. And I'm going to point straight ahead. All right, I'm going to I'm going to pull out the flaming great sword. And hold okay. it fr- and, and hold it in front of me and start tippy-toeing towards the direction where he said it was closer. Like my my head's down and my shoulders are hunched up and I'm tiptoeing like a child. Guys, I'm going to check out and see what it is. I'm going to follow behind him. I get in between uh, Ampersand and Granny and pull out my rapier. Okay. So as you proceed forward, all armed and ready, as you turn the right corner, the wall slams behind you. And standing before you is the Horseman of War. Okay, I'm gonna. I'm still like down, and my shoulders are up, and I'm on my tiptoes. I'm gonna turn around real quick, like turn around and go the other way. Go the other way. Go the other way. We we made the wrong decision. Why did you guys let me be in front of everybody? What? So he begins to say, "Finally, shh, we're not here. I can get a real challenge. Who are you talking to?" I need everyone to roll initiative. I'd like to, but I'm not here, DM. (laughs) (laughs) So I have 25 to 20. 20. 23. Okay. So up first at the top of the order is Jimmy Really Red. And then Tariff. All right. So I have 20 to 15. 15 to 10? I rolled an 11. Oh, thank God. (laughs) Yeah. Say, I rolled an 11, so I finally did something. I'm hoping... I'm hoping all all these crap rolls are out of my system now before I (laughs) fight I hope so. Yeah. I hope so. All right. So we have our initiative. At top of the order is Jimmy Really Rad. Now... I will give you a brief description of what this room size and everything are in case you are wanting to fling them spells happy. So the room is about 50 foot wide by 50 foot in length. You guys are about, I'd say about 45 feet from war. And war is the size of a huge monster. So he is towering over you, riding his horse. The room is completely barren and empty and lit very dimly by these blue lanterns. So there we have it. Jimmy, you are up first. I kind of hide behind Granny's leg and say, Gran- Granny, what do, what do I do? You stand back, sweetie. We got this. Okay, I um, oh, I forgot the term now, but I uh, I don't forego my turn. I, I pause. I hold my turn. Hold. 
and hold action yeah, hold action until um after i was like well, i'm gonna see what the big guy does <laughs> <laughs> okay so you're gonna hold your action yep all right tariff what do you got how far away is this guy 45 all right so uh i'm gonna try and insult him i'm gonna use vicious mock awesome okay is that you or the horse that smells? <laughs> <laughs> and he has to make a wisdom saving throw. That's DC 17. Uh, no, that he gets a seven, so he has failed. Oh, he actually takes some damage. Wow. Yeah, I can't believe that. He is he is insulted. Wow. For two points of damage. <laughs> it's psychic damage, but it's still two points of damage. He just kind of taken back, like, the audacity of this bitch. <laughs> if he survives this, he'll remember that for years to come. <laughs> yeah. All right. So that's Tariff's go. Granny, what do you got? <laughs> do I feel that he's undead? He is not. Of course not. Okay. So I'm going to say, why don't you go back to one Hada and suck on her tit? And I'm going to cast Disintegrate. All right, go ahead. The 23. Okay, so you hit. Go ahead and roll me some damage. 88 points of damage. Oh, oh so you blast him and he tries to bring up his big old kite shield and it just shoots him right in the chest, right around the shield. And he kind of stumbles back a little bit. So does the horse. All right. Yeah. That brings us and the to horse you rode in on. <laughs> <laughs> that brings us to Ampersand. All right. I'm going to try. I've got the uh, flaming great sword drawn. And I'm going okay. to run. Uh, <sighs> the tariff is off my back. Correct? Yes. All right. I'm going to charge with the great sword in one hand, and I've got the gauntlets of everything on, and they have been converted to the same material as the last writer was. Okay. Yep. Um, so I'm going to charge um, with my first. I'm going to charge and jump, and I'm going to swing on this bitch um, and punch him with the gauntlet as my first attack. Okay. So go ahead and roll me an attack. Uh, it is a 22 hit. That hits just. Okay, now. He brings his shield around to try to smack you out of the way, but you manage to get right around the shield and catch him in the jaw. Okay, now that is, uh, you decide, you tell me what is the damage on that because it's also causing fire. So you're going to go ahead and roll your, you're going to roll your normal unarmed attack. So that's going to be, I believe for you, it's a D6. Plus your strength attack bonus, and then you're going to add 12 to it. Because your gauntlets are currently made out of adamantine. So that is 19 damage from that hit. Okay. Um, that is my first attack. All right, uh, go ahead and roll for your next. Okay, my next attack is going to be with the great sword. Okay. That is a 21 to hit. That is a hit. Okay, so... 14 melee damage and four fire damage. And I'm going okay. to go ahead and start keeping a f chart. So, so that's <clears throat> four fire damage that I'm tracking for this sword. Yep. Okay. Um, 
Okay, Jimmy, it's your turn. So I see Ampersand like run up to the to the giant beast with the creature with a flaming yep, greatsword. Hold on, Ampersand, do you don't you have another attack? Uh, actually, yes, I do. Um, okay. I'm going sorry, to Jimmy. since I'm up there with him. Sorry, I'm going to uh, shocking grasp. Okay, go for it. Uh huh, uh huh, uh huh. So yeah, I'm touching him, doing shocking grasp. Let's see. Yeah. It's all very touching. <laughs> <laughs> That is two points of damage, but the target cannot take action until the next round. Well, you got to make sure you roll to hit. You shut <laughs> <laughs> 21 to hit. Yeah, that's a hit. Okay. So, yeah, he can't take any action until next round. So, Jimmy, now you're up. All right. Sorry. I give Granny a kiss on the hand and start charging. I'm coming to... By the power of Granny Skull. (laughs) (laughs) And I attack. Oh, I use uh, my bonus action to dash. Okay. So I I cross the the 45 feet. Yep. And attack with my rapier. That is a 22 to hit. Okay, that is a hit. Uh, For a total of 23 damage, which includes uh, sneak attack damage. Nice. And with... um, Wait, I'm going to, because I've also got some levels in Monk. I'm going to use <laughs> a uh, key point. Okay. To um, to perform a flurry of blows. All right. All right. Damn it. Yep. Boom, boom, boom. That's a. Two. What do you say? Damn it for. That's two. Because uh, these hurt. That's two uh, unarmed strikes, right? Two, no, so, yeah. two unarmed strikes. So I hack at him with my rapier and I'm going to try to smack and then like backhand smack and then smack him. <laughs> <laughs> slap, slap. All right, go ahead and roll a CB hit. Uh, 24 or yep. no, 18. Wait, no, 24 to 18. hit. 24 to hit? 24 to hit, yeah. Yep, 24 hits. Go ahead and roll me some damage. Damage is one and three. So four points of damage. So cha-cha. <laughs> so he just kind of turns his head slightly when you slap him and then back slap him. And then I, I gave him a look like, yeah, motherfucker. <laughs> yeah. You fucking with the right ones. <laughs> and then I kind of like nudge Ampersand like, we're friends now. <laughs> I'm gonna look, right. Yeah, I'm going to look down. You're, you're very, very mighty for being so tiny. Let's do this. I need both of you to make me wisdom saving throws. Well, my wisdom is negative two, so hold on. <laughs> yeah, no. I got a ten. No dice. <laughs> I got a three. <laughs> <clears throat> you are both now charmed. Okay. You are now the horseman's ally. Fart! This will end when you take damage or suffer from a condition from any source. And you can repeat the saving throws at the start of each of your turns. So, you are now allies to the horseman. Ugh. 
as you both land and you have your little get together, you both freeze and turn and give Granny and Tariff and Goat some very disturbing looks. Huh. I had a really funny idea. So War can't take his turn. Nope. What was your idea? My idea was to throw cookies in their mouth so they would remember that we're friends. <laughs> that's not how that works. Because <laughs> that's not DD. <laughs> sure it is. For the fun that's, before. That's uh that's, that's definitely my little pony. That's not D. <laughs> it is Friendship is magic! Not D D, motherfucker. Fumbling four. Anyway, <laughs> Jimmy, it's your turn. And uh, the looks that Tariff's giving you, pissing you off a little bit. So yeah, Jimmy, Tariff's lo- giving you some looks and is pissing you off. So I cross the. Uh, well, I mean, even if it's a, even if the charm spell, then I mean, I wouldn't necessarily, um, uh, you know, like be completely aggressive toward. Uh, it says, under this charm effect. You act as if though you were fighting as the horseman's allies. Okay. All right. They're a little different than normal, just because it's the horseman of war. Uh, all right. Well, I I move thirty feet, so now uh, Tariff is fifteen feet away from me. Yes. And I uh, attack him with my vicious sling. <laughs> uh, Sixteen to hit. That hits. He takes seven points of bludgeoning damage. I'm going to use my reaction to half that. He okay. takes four points of bludgeoning damage. Ow! <laughs> Dirty, all stinking right. rat. Is that all you got on your turn, Jimmy? Uh, do I get a wisdom, wisdom saving throw? or? Uh, you do. Actually, you should have gotten one at the beginning of your turn. My apologies. Oh, my, this is how the DMs get you, folks. For any of you who are just now starting off playing D&D, <laughs> this is how the DMs get you. I, I, it's completely different than any other spell. It's kind of confusing. I got a six, so it doesn't fucking matter anyway. It doesn't fucking matter. <laughs> so anyway, yeah. So that is the end of Jimmy's turn. Tariff, what do you got? Oh, I got some hilarity is what I got. Oh, boy. Um, let me check here. So, uh, I'm basically gonna do a little dance move, and then there is gonna be, um, there's now four of me. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Uh, And I'm just gonna make faces at Jimmy. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Stinky little rats. They multiply quickly. Granny, what do you got? (laughs) I'm going to cast... I'm going to cast Cloud Kill over the horseman. Okay. You need to make me a constitution saving throw. That is an 18 for con save. Nope. So. Oh, hold on. This is a magical effect. No, it's 28. I get an advantage on magical effects. Okay. Okay. So, no, nothing happened. Well, no, you take half damage. Yeah, I'll still take half for Cloud Kill. You take 14 points of damage. All right. Ampersand, go ahead and make me a saving throw. 12. Nope. All right, so So, I am now friends with the horseman, and I'm looking at 
Granny and Tariff, and I'm pissed off at them. Yes, you are, sir. Yes, you are. Okay. But do I have any any emotions for them at all? Um, all it says here is is that the uh, the horseman is your ally, as if you were though you were fighting with him. Okay. And have, so have either one of them? It doesn't attacked, take your emotions away. It just means have either one of them attacked the horseman your, yet? Both of them have attacked the horseman. Yep. Mm, okay. uh, I'm going to point the sword at Agatha. And I'm going to scream, "You should know better! This is someone you should trust!" And I'm going to start walking towards her and Tariff with the sword drawn. Uh, my movement speed is 60, so I should get there. And then, what is that, an action? So I've got another, I've got two more actions to take? Uh, yeah. You have your action and bonus action left to take. All right. Um, I will do, I don't want to do this. Okay, uh, shocking grasp on Granny. All right. Is at 18 to hit. That's a hit. Okay. 10 points of damage, and she cannot take an action until next round. And I'm going to look over at Tariff, and there's four Tariffs. There are. I'm going to do the... Oh, I can't do that. I'm going to backhand the one that's nearest me. 15 to hit. That hits. It hits. One vanishes. One vanishes. All right. So you hit it, and it just disappears. All right. Okay. That's the end of my turn. So that brings us to war. And he comes trouncing forward, pulls out his great sword, and immediately ignites into flames. And he swings it at Granny. That is a 23 to hit. Would you look at that? That's a no. Shit. Yeah, that hits. (laughs) Shut your mouth. (laughs) 14 points of slashing damage and then an additional 24 points of damage and you must exceed, you must make me a DC 20 wisdom saving throw. How much was the second damage? Oh, you're immune to frightening, aren't you? 24. Yeah, Yeah, I'm immune to that. So So then you don't need to make a saving throw. But you'll take 24, and then he's going to turn and swing at one of the tariffs. 20 to hit. That hits, but one vanishes. <laughs> so he threw one, and he's going to horse hoof. His horse is going to buck up and kick another one of you. As a fumble. <laughs> this may be the moment you need it. Pull up Let that me fumble pull up chart. Our crit and fun fumble chart. For the last time in season one, you think the Vulture GM's crit hit and fumble chart. Here we go. Let's hope for something good here. Might be able to screw him up pretty badly. I mean, that's a 67, so let's see here. It says on my chart, instant death for him. Slow to respond. No bonus actions or reactions in the next round. So he doesn't get to take any reactions, which he can't use his legendary actions now. And he cannot use a bonus action next round. So he is done. That's the end of his turn. The horse kind of trips up and he's lost his balance. 
So that brings us to the top of the order, which is Jimmy. James. Make me a saving throw. 11. Sabbatical, sabbatical. Nope. You got what? An 11. I mean, you guys do all have inspiration or a natural 20. You have the critical. You can all, may I remind you, you all have access to the almighty crit. Yeah, true. Um, would this be something I mean that like I could uh, I could feel that you know what I'm doing is something that I wouldn't normally do, but like internally, in, as my character. Internal, I'll give that to you. Internally, it does. It just doesn't feel all there, but it doesn't feel wrong. It just something's odd about this. Uh, okay, so I turn to Granny, and as I turn to Granny, that's really when that internal struggle comes up. Like, you know, I, I see myself, I see her as, as an, as a, you know, an enemy of Mr. Horsey Pie, but at the same time, those cookies were so good. <laughs> see the Mr. magic of cookies. And so I use my almighty crit for my wisdom saving throw. All right. Let's see what the almighty crit has in store for you today. <laughs> yeah. Weird. Once you have it, a natural 20. You are no longer bound by the effects of the charm. And anytime you have to make a saving throw against it in the future, you automatically get a advantage die. Bet. And so I look at... So Jimmy shakes it off and he goes, what the hell? I don't say that. I say, what the... I I say, what the French toast? (laughs) (laughs) And uh, all right, so... uh, Is anyone standing next to Horsey Pie? Uh, Ampersand and Granny. Okay, so... I... uh, I apologize to Tariff. I say, sorry, sorry, Mr. Ratman. That wasn't my intention. <sighs> and I, I attack a horsey face with uh, my rapier. All right, go ahead and roll me for some damage. Uh, well, roll me an attack first. 26 to hit. Uh, yeah, roll damage. For a total of 37 damage, including my sneak attack. Damn, all right. And yeah, he's, he's feeling kind of rough right now. And... I will also perform as my bonus action I'll perform a one unarmed strike I'm going to try to um, how tall is this horse I'd probably say about I don't know 15 to 18 foot tall Uh, I go I like try to like kick it in like the, the hoof try to kick his leg backwards or something or just kind of like you know like you know, just uh, something that's annoying. Uh, 12. <laughs> 12 to hit the horse? Yeah. That is a miss. Yeah. <laughs> 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 uh, stupid horse. Well, you kick it, and it just really doesn't do anything to the horse. It just kind of looks down at you like, the fuck? With its flaming eyes and skeletal face, just staring at you like, the fuck? Fuck you. <laughs> I like All right. sneer at it. <laughs> Make me a, try to attack Granny. I'll dance on your grave. You hoofed bitch. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> All right, Tariff, what do you got? All right, so 
I'm going to make use of my abilities. I am going to pull out a random instrument from the block. Whatever instrument. All right. And so I, you pull out a French horn. So I'm going to perform counter charm. Okay. So as an action, you can start a performance that lasts until the end of your next turn. During that time, you and any friendly creatures within 30 feet of you have advantage on saving throws against being frightened or charmed. Okay. And so as long as Ampersand can hear, he will benefit from it. Well, it says friendlies. He's no longer a friendly. <laughs> I like where you're going with this, but uh, yeah, he's no longer friendly. But everyone else will, and as long as you're playing that song, everyone will get it. So if Ampersand breaks his hold this turn, he'll get that advantage. We know he won't. <laughs> <laughs> Shut up! <laughs> that's my go. So you're, you're going to play that? I like, I'll move away also, because okay. I don't want to be anywhere near this guy. So you're going to move your max movement back and then play? Yeah. Okay. So you're up against the wall playing this song. So that brings us to Granny Aggie. Don't I miss this turn? Oh, yeah, because of Shocking Grass. So, yeah. all right, Ampersand, you're up. All right. Um, so I, I shocked Granny, and I went you to did. backhand one of the tariffs, and I am pissed off because why would I try to hit my little boy? So, all right, let me pull out that mighty crit. Let's see how I do on this saving throw for this horse shit. Here we go. Let's mm. hope it's kind today. <laughs> this, is, this is two times in a row. This is this most has ever been used in one day. Yeah, well. Oh, would you look at that? Another natural 20. Another natural 20. All right. <laughs> so I'm going to uh, turn and look at the horseman and start mm -hmm. start to rage. <laughs> okay. So this is going to give me an extra attack. Um, <laughs> and extra damage. And extra damage. Um, so I am running towards him again with the flaming sword. Okay. I'm swinging on this butthole with the... Oh, swinging on this butthole? That sounded gross. <laughs> I'm swinging on this jackass with the flaming sword. Okay. 24 to hit. That is a hit. Okay. Go ahead and roll me some damage. Okay. 25 melee damage and one fire damage. So there's that. Okay. All right. Um, I'm going to swing on him with that again. Okay. So that is 21 to hit. That is another hit. Go ahead and roll All me some right. damage. So 16 melee, two fire. Okay. Um, I've got another hit before my rage attack. So you know what? Okay. I'm going to, again, with the flaming greatsword. 20 to hit. That's a hit. Just fucking him up. He's looking pretty rough right now. He's looking pretty rough. He gonna die. <laughs> 18 melee... Okay. Ooh, six fire. What's that bring you total for your fire now? That's what I'm looking at. Thirteen. Okay, not yet. 
Okay, so Just that's about. those are my regular. I've got my extra attack for rage. I'm going to fucking light him up with a shocking grasp again. Okay. That is a 22 to hit. That is a hit. Go and roll me some damage. Yeah, he's looking real rough now. Five damage. You, patch. you said five? Okay. Five damage. He cannot take action. Now, he's got to roll uh, do-do-do because he's getting hit by lightning because of my rage. Okay. Uh, what is it? A dex? A... Dex saving throw of 16. Okay, yeah, he made it with a 23, so... So he takes half, so... He takes four. That's halved, so he'll take four lightning damage from that. Okay. So that brings us to... His turn. It's skipped. Because, Mm -hmm. of course, shocking grasp. Uh, however, everyone needs to go ahead and make me saving throws with advantage. Okay. For what? For charm. Nope. I'm gonna be into charm. You can't be charmed? Mm-mm. Nice. Okay. So everyone else who can be charmed gets advantage. Natural 18. critty. Nice. Natural 20. 21. Uh, you said 18? Yeah. Ampersand? Yeah. That's with your... I don't get bonuses. That was and that was with my advantage. So that was the highest uh, of the two. So you're you're back I'm, to being charmed again. Yeah, I'm stupid. I got a wisdom of eleven. <laughs> What'd you get, Tariff? How far is the charm effect? Uh, fifteen foot. Oh no, you won't actually. Sorry, yeah, yeah. Tariff, case. you won't need to because you're too far. So Ampersand's back under a charm effect. And I'm really glad I rolled did, really low. Did he low. get advantage? Yeah, that mm-hmm. was with my advantage. Yeah, so. he was too shy of being able to pass it. Yeah, I just I don't have any bonuses because my wisdom is eleven. Damn it! Yeah, that's all right. We're back up to Jimmy. Well, uh, do, 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 do. I will say okay, he's looking so estate. I I see sort of like the glaze go over, uh, uh. No, that's as a bonus action. I can't do that as I can't use Bardic Inspiration as a reaction. So never mind. Never mind. Why? Well, I, I noticed the glaze go over uh, Ampersand's eyes, and I say, "Not today, Satan!" And <laughs> um, I like position myself like in between the um, Mister Ed. An ampersand, <laughs> and I, I I attack uh, Warhorse with my rapier. Uh, does a thirty-one hit? <laughs> oh yeah, it does. I hope so. Uh, for thirty-eight damage. Damn. And then I turn that that sneak attack, and then I uh, and then I kind of like punch ampersand in the butt. <laughs> with, a, with, an unarmed, with an unarmed strike uh, All right. action. 17 to hit. The 17 hits. Yeah, you're attacking. For one so bludgeoning damage. Hey, I'll take one damage because that knocks me out of it, correct? Uh, that gives you an additional roll. Huh? With advantage. You get to roll to see if you break it with advantage. Oh, I thought you said it only right. breaks with, uh, with damage. 
Yeah. Let me reread it here. I believe he just gets to get additionally roll. Um. Additionally, the creature can repeat the saving throw each of its turns, ending the effect on itself. Uh, ooh, hold on. The effect ends when the creature takes damage or is subject to a condition. Yep. So, yep. No, it's done. Once all again, right, cool. all yep. you new D and D players out there, <laughs> the DM will try to screw you. Listen, listen. Okay, this is completely confusing because this Turn is in. not the typical charm. What's Tune in weekly to, to Dungeons and Dragons Lorecast. <laughs> wasn't confusing to me. I knew exactly how right. to snap my buddy oh. out of that shit. <laughs> a little smack on the ass. Yeah, I'm going to turn back ass. to him like, hey, watch it, little man. I was like, oh, he's back. He came back he's to back. us. <laughs> All right, Tara, if you're up, what you got? I have to keep playing until, okay. until the end of this turn, and then I can do stuff. All right, Granny, I know you're antsy over there. <clears throat> I'm going to cast Power Word Kill. And he dies. That is it. The minute you utter your power word and you point your finger and your eyes roll white, he just kind of... And the horse drops. And then he the whole thing falls over and then it just begins to rot into the ground, leaving only behind skeletal remains. And I look at the remains. I look at Granny. I look at the remains. I look at Granny. I say... Why the fuck did you do that to start off with? <laughs> it doesn't work right away, buddy. Oh, if you say so, Granny. Can I have another cookie? <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to give him another cookie. Okay. I'm going right. to sheathe my sword. And oh, we're just in a large room now, correct? Anything left from the dead horseman? I'm glad you asked. As the bones begin to deteriorate, they begin to form a rod, completely hollowed and made out of bone. This rod, same size as a quarterstaff, has another dragon coiling in an opposite direction as the one you have on your back. And a wall rises in front of you, revealing a fountain with green liquid in it. So I'm going to stick my hand in it. All your spells are rejuvenated. I'm gonna pick up That's the nice. I'm gonna pick up the new rod. Does it burn my hand again? It does. You will take. Mm-mm. Are you immune to poison damage? Ampersand? No. no. Okay. So you will take three points of poisoning. As you feel this sharp pinch in your hand like something bit you, yeah. and you see a green emblem reflecting that of the one that you got burned originally in your ah, hand. Son of a bitch! It etches itself in your palm mm-hmm. and then burns. it burns to the other side of your hand and disappears. Okay. Um, I'm going to carry the uh, new wand staff deal to where Agatha is. The green pool. And I'm okay. Gonna, so I'm going to stick it in and swish it around a bunch. Fucking bite me! <laughs> It fills up, and the dragon's eyes at the end of the staff glow green. I'm going to hand it to Agatha. Here, you take this. It bit me. I'm going to touch it. I'm immune to poison. All you get is a sigil burned into your hand. Uh, 
Reggie, put your hand in the liquid. And I put my hand in the liquid. All of your feats, abilities, and magical spells are rejuvenated. Nice. Okay. I brush my hands off from peanut butter cookie crumbs. And say, Granny, should I touch it too? Do you use magic? I mean, every little thing I do is magic. (laughs) (laughs) Then touch the liquid. I touch the liquid. Uh, So your spells are rejuvenated. Spells and abilities are rejuvenated. All in. I'll just poke a little claw in there. Spells and abilities are rejuvenated. Wait, how long has it been? Since when? Since I cast a spell. I don't know, probably a minute. Alright, so finally the second tariff disappears. Because <laughs> remember, he mimics me. Oh, yeah, no, it's the, I guess it would only be a few seconds, and if you're talking about that. Yeah, so the other tariff puts his finger in the potion as well. No! <laughs> <laughs> Why would you do that? <laughs> So both tariffs are yelling at each other. Well, no, if the one disappeared, I'm yelling where he was. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go to the other scraping noise. That's probably death. I'm going to pick up all three of them in my arms and we're just going to run. I'm done fucking around with this. Let's go. So we're so running. Do you want to go? Do you want to go to the path you haven't explored, or do you want to go back to where you would come from? Um, we're gonna go on the path we haven't explored yet. Does Does Ampersand look hurt? Everyone is. Oh, well, how is everyone looking? I'm looking pretty all right. I'm not. I'm going to <clears throat> spend one of my souls and heal myself. Okay. All right. So you all run down this corridor. And as you get in, it's another 55-50 room. The wall slams shut and standing before you. You're also, whoever has gone to the dreamscape knows this to be a death tyrant. A floating skull with a single red eye and several red circles surrounding it hovers in the center of the room. I like I pat Granny on the leg and say, "Granny, do, do, do the finger the finger point thing again. Do 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 that right now." Does he feel undead to me? He does. He's mine. <laughs> I look at Granny and be like, "What?" I look. He's mine. I'm casting Seance. Okay, that takes time. It's just a bonus action. What? <laughs> As a bonus action, the there necromancer can target an undead creature they can see within 30 feet of them. The target must make a wisdom saving throw. Mm-hmm. So make me a wisdom saving throw. That is a, that's a 10. He's mine <laughs> for the next 24 hours. So as you walk in, Granny steps forward and just utters this incantation. Her eyes go white and the death tyrant kind of struggles for a minute and then just its eyes go blue and then a green and it just hovers there and floats up next to Granny. <sighs> All right, Death, he's mine. And the wall floats up. And there is another <laughs> scepter made 
of some sort of glowing material, like a like almost an iridescent blue, and a blue fountain. I'm gonna grab the rod. Okay. As you grab the rod, are you immune to cold damage? No. So you will take four points of cold damage and you feel your forehead freezing cold as a sigil is burned into your skull or your forehead and Burr. then dis- dis- disappears. I'm gonna, you said fountain with blue. Blue. Yep. Okay, I'm gonna touch it. Okay. Your hit points, your spells, and anything else you've used are all healed. Oh my. Everyone touch this. I'm gonna fill the rod. Okay. Okay. Touching it. What's it filling up? Everything about you is healed. Okay, I'll take it. And recharged. You feel completely revitalized. You are all also immune to cold damage for the next 10 rounds. Ooh la la. Granny, correct me if I'm wrong, but you have all three marks, correct? Yeah. All of the scepters disappear from their current places. Uh. They reappear in front of you and begin to swirl around you violently as they are all filled with their respective colored liquids. Oh my. As they spin faster and faster, they begin to bind themselves. Suddenly, it blurring so fast that you cannot see them anymore. They suddenly stop in the shape of a greatsword. Mm-hmm. The blade itself is glass and red. The hilt of the weapon is bone and of a green shade. And the handle is of blue with gold trim. And the symbol that is burned inside your hands and forehead is also etched in those three colors, respectively, in the blade. This sword is about 15 foot tall. Oh my. What would you like to do? Reggie, this would work for you. Uh, uh, Look at that. I'll I'll take it. It looks... All right. Yes. That thing's bigger than me. I can't hold it. Uh, I'll take it. So. I need you to make me a constitution taming throw if you handle it. 20. You will take one point of poison, one point of fire, and one point of ice damage as all three insignias are either etched or glow on your body. Okay. Your eyes roll into the back of your head and you hear a voice. Alright. Come forth, champion of destiny. Would he take the cold damage? Because we're immune to cold now for ten rounds. Well, then if he's immune, no. Yeah, that's right. Because he did, he did touch the blue liquid, so... No cold damage. You just take fire and poison. No, I tell. Okay. Yeah, whatever. It's fine. It's three points. I'm not afraid. Okay. Yes, you hear the voice in your head say, Come forth, champion of destiny. Okay. So I'm looking around. Where? Where do you dare me to come? As 
you say this, the walls separating you from the labyrinth begin to collapse. You are left in a large, darkened room where all the blue torches once stood. On the walls, they still remain, floating, suspended in the air. A blue stairway appears, descending from seemingly nowhere. And you hear the familiar clacking of a staff. Out steps destiny. You asshole. <laughs> I look at you, Granny and I hear her say that. I say, so do, do, do we not like this person? Do we not, do we not like them? No, we hate him. Fuck you. <laughs> Shoot him, double bird. Congratulations. Congratulations to all. As he steps down on the last step directly in front of all of you. Champion of destiny. Ampersand. Who would have thought it? Congratulations. Be quiet. <laughs> you silence your tongue, old woman. Or what? I'll take it. <laughs> because you see, here's the beautiful thing. I needed a champion to do this. He snaps his fingers and ampersand, you feel this pool deep inside of you mm -hmm. as your soul is separated from your body. <sighs> okay. And a diamond is forged. It floats to destiny and it seats itself in the scepter. Fuck you. You will remain in control of your body as long as you wield only the greatsword. Alright. As the greatsword contains who you are. Okay. So, if at any point you are disarmed, your body will remain motionless. You feel this in your core. You know this to be true. Okay. Then Destiny, once this diamond is seated, he kind of smirks and he taps it once and the entire room is engulfed in a blue flame or surrounding you. And he kind of floats back and he goes, now... Now we will see who truly is in control of your destinies. Me or you. Go ahead and roll initiatives. Oh, I didn't even get to sing my song. You can mm -hmm. sing your song. <laughs> Not during. Speaking is a free action. <clears throat> so. I just want initiatives. You didn't answer my question. I didn't because I wanted to roll initiatives. So I'm going to look at him. And just say, Destiny is full. Destiny is full. He is so stupid. It's probably just a tool. <laughs> <laughs> that is a tariff. That is pure tariff right there. Well, and because I did that, because I sung the song, I abolished my initiative. So, <laughs> <laughs> all right. So I have 25 to 20. 20. Okay. 20 to 15. Oh, God, no. 16. Oh, thank oh, God. Jesus. I was about to say 15 to 10. God damn it, Granny. 11. <laughs> okay. And I'm assuming tariff four. I'm <laughs> four. Four. It's all about that song. All right, Granny, you asked me a question about the soul. You feel right now that you cannot pull the soul from where it rests because it is protected. Okay. 
However, that brings us to our first go around ampersand. Now, few things you need to know ampersand. Yeah. You are one with this weapon. Uh-huh. So you know if at any point in time you attack an ally, you can choose so long as you remain in control of yourself, mm-hmm. you can choose to heal, rejuvenate, meaning give them their magical properties and, and abilities back. Uh-huh. Or both. But you can only choose to do each option twice. Oh, shit. Okay. So you can heal twice, you can rejuvenate twice, or you can do both If I twice. attack them with the sword or just... Yes. Okay. You will have to attack them with the sword and let me know that you are doing this. All right. And you will have to hit their armor class. If you do not hit their armor class and you say, I'm healing them, it will still use up the charge. Okay. So you get two of each option. So I, wisely. I know that I have to be in contact with this sword to retain my everything. Yes. If All at right. any point in time you let go of that sword or that sword is pulled from you, yeah. you will lose everything and go into a motionless state. Is it glass? It is. All right. So I am going first. You are. All right. I'm going to take the sword in one gauntlet and I'm going to smash it with the other gauntlet and take that sword as the gauntlets. So what you're saying is you're going to try to combine the gauntlets with the sword. Yeah. So when you because the gauntlets are bound to me. Mm hmm. Yeah. So when you make contact from the gauntlets with the blade, Mm -hmm. the gauntlets do change to glass. Yeah. They do reflect the same design. Okay. As the blade. However, the blade does not crack, shatter, or or change in any way. All right. So, but you do have these glass-like gauntlets. Yeah. With these gold. They don't, like, it's not the same. It does, they don't have the same kind of abilities as this sword does then. They do. Well, I mean, they reflect they reflect image and ability wise the exact as this blade, but the blade does not break. Okay. So, but if I lose this blade, I still have these gauntlets that would con- connect me to my soul. In theory. No, don't say in theory, you butthole. All right. Um, <laughs> I'm raging right now, so I am going to do 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 do. <laughs> I'm gonna use my elemental wraps. And I'm going to pull down uh, a comet. Comets. The comet rain onto <laughs> destiny. That's a 10. That's <laughs> a fail. So he takes 40 d6, just 20 of one. Okay. The uh, <laughs> How many d6 did you Travis, say? go ahead and roll me 40 d6. I'm, 20 I'm d6 gonna use fire. 20 d6 fire. I'm and 20 d6 bludgeoning. Okay, I'm using the RPG Simple Dice app to do this. So 40 d6 all together? Yes. Yep. And that is 140 points of damage. Holy shit! Oh my, oh my word. <laughs> he showed that on the camera too. <laughs> yeah. So Damn. that's 40 so d6. All right. You, you, you kind of like kick your front foot out and you put your back foot to stabilize yourself and you pull towards the sky yeah and you you all feel this rumble as the ceiling caves in and this massive swarm of meteorites crashes through and immediately impacts on top of destiny 
for a moment, all you see is rubble and dust. And as the dust clears, you see Destiny kind of step forward and brush a little bit off of his shoulders. Okay, that was my... Oh, sorry, go ahead. He says, well, that was fun, but uh, you got my my fancy clothes dirty. (laughs) Nice try. All right, I've got two more attacks. Yes, you do. So I am going to charge him. And when I get next to him, I'm going to cast Thunderclap. Okay. That's a con saving throw for him. All righty. Now he does get advantage on cons. Mm. He doesn't need it because he crit. Oh, well, shit. Okay, well, hold on. He crit. So that is four points of damage. And he is he is pushed ten feet away. Uh, okay. Okay. <clears throat> All right. And then, do 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 do. I'm going to run up and grab him with the gauntlet, and I'm go- for shock and grasp. <laughs> All right. Oops. All right. Uh, I believe that's a con save for me, right? Uh huh. Yep, that's a fail. Ooh, sweet. Okay. That's three points of damage, but he cannot take an action until next round. Okay. And that is... uh, He should also be rolling saving throw, strength saving throw. Is it strength? For the lightning damage from my rage. Nope, that is a fail. That is a fucking four. (laughs) Yeah. Eight points of damage for lightning. All right, I will take note. And that brings us to his turn. He doesn't have a turn. Oh, but he does. <sighs> I'm just messing with you. He doesn't have a turn. No, he's got uh, well, Jimmy. He's... <laughs> he doesn't have a turn. He can't. He's sitting there. He got fucked up pretty good that go around. Yeah. <laughs> uh, is uh, anyone next to him? Is Ampersand next to him? I knocked him 10 feet away from me. Yeah, so he's 10 feet away from the nearest person. Okay, so uh, I will uh, hold my turn. All right, so you're holding your action. Granny. How far away is he from me? Mm, He is about 50 feet. Okay, I'm going to... Okay, I'm going to move up to him. Okay. And I'm casting Anti-Magic Field. Okay, so that means you're in the Anti-Magic Field as well. Unless you're going to position it appropriately. No, but what I am going to do, is since this is ability and it's not magic, you're probably going to tell me no. I'm ripping the soul out of his diamond. Okay, well, casting time. I, first, I need to know casting time for both those actions. One action for one action. I thought it was one action for anti magic, which means it would also take another action to pull a soul. I believe. Maybe a bonus action. It's instantaneous. Okay, so yep, <clears throat> you can attempt. It's going to be a roll for him. Fail. Will you shut up? <laughs> Roll a goddamn four. So the soul is pulled from the diamond, and you now possess the soul of Amper's hand. The yep. diamond loses its power. 
which means I don't need this shit anymore because I won't be able to use his ultimate ability because he doesn't have the fucking soul anymore, but that's all right. <laughs> <laughs> so ampersand, you now have ampersand soul resting inside you. Okay. Um, and that is your turn. Yeah, I can't do anything. So Tariff. So how far is Destiny away from me? From you, he's probably about 55 feet. All right, so I will skip 25 feet closer. Okay. And I'm going to cast Mirror Image. Okay. Because I can't do what I can want to yet. Okay. That's my go. <laughs> no. uh, right, that brings us back to the top of the uh, order. Nope. Ampersand. Nope. Still my turn. Ampersand, no, I need on. you. Still, it's my turn. Oh, shit. Oh, yeah. you, you held your action, he didn't held you? held his my action. action. Again, you threw me off. All right, Jimmy, what you got? So... I'm kind of like weaving around the battlefield trying to get in position and nothing really uh, I don't really see the opening that I want and so I just pull out my sling real quick and throw a little like uh, pebble at at, uh, at destiny <laughs> does a 29 hit a 29 does hit go ahead and roll some damage 7 points of bludgeoning damage okay and as a bonus action, I uh, sing, I sing a little song. I sing a little song that goes like this. It says, Ampersand is a great big guy, a great big guy who's really cool. Ampersand is a great big guy, even though he's a dumbass fool. <laughs> and uh, he gains yeah. an inspiration die. So... Uh, let me roll this so he gets a plus five for the next 10 minutes. He can add that to one ability check, attack roll, or saving throw. Uh, it can be Ooh. added after seeing the roll, but before knowing the outcome. Okay. Hmm. Okay. So a plus five. Plus five. Plus five. All right. Sweet. So, that being said, that does bring us back to Ampersand. All right. I'm Ampersand, gonna... I need you to roll me a constitution saving throw. 15. You failed. Oh, no. You drop to your knees. Yeah. As your soul has been pulled from its new home. Okay. You no longer have the magic of the blade. <sighs> okay. As you drop to your knees, you feel the last bit of your life force fleeting you, and you fall to the ground. Ugh. As you are not dead, your body is only an emotionless state. You okay. can no longer take any actions. All right. But you do know where your soul is. <laughs> Definitely should have used that bardic inspiration. So that's going to bring us to Destiny's turn, and he has the ability to take an action this round, and he is going to do such. He is immediately going to turn to you and attack you with his quarterstaff. Who? Who? Uh, he's going to attack Granny. <gasps> and that is a nine to hit. <laughs> For once. No, that does not hit. <laughs> so he's going to do, this is, this is what's going to happen. He's going to see that happen and he's going to go into a rage. You see him kind of glare at you and you see his eye twitch and then he just hulks out and he becomes this behemoth of a man. And that is going to end his turn. Uh, however, 
lightning begins to surround him. That is going to bring us to Jimmy. So now this uh, this Destiny guy is standing next to Granny, attacking her, attacking my, my sweet yep. Granny. The size of the Incredible Hulk, yep. <laughs> I uh, run up behind this piece of trash garbage man, attacking with my rapier. Does a 22 hit. A 22 hits. For 34 points of damage. What is that? Bludgeoning, slashing, piercing? Uh, slashing. Okay. No, piercing. I'm oh, sorry. Piercing is... damage. Piercing damage. Piercing. Okay. And you said 22? At 34, I said. 34. Oh. Uh, again, <laughs> once again, for the third time, all you new <laughs> D&D players. <laughs> uh, and... Listen here, bucko. And I'm going to use a uh, key point to uh, attack it with flurry of blows. Okay. 23 to hit. 23 hits again. And what is that? It's a D6. D4 damage. D4 damage. Two. Three points of damage. And then also... Okay. Uh, whenever I hit with one of my flurry of blows attacks, I can impose one of the following effects on that target. Fall prone if it fails a dexterity saving throw. Get pushed up to 15 feet. Um, yeah, fall prone. So deck saving throw. Needs to meter beat DC 15. That is a 19 on the die. Ah. So he beats it. <laughs> Damn it. So you kind of hit him, hit him, hit him, and he doesn't look like he's phased at all by it. And then you try to sweep his legs and he just kind of you just kind of hit his leg and stop. Like he's grounded like a tree. You're still a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> and that is going to bring us to Granny. What you got, Granny? He has doubled in size and he is pissed looking. And you can see like this yellow light irradiating from his eyes. Does he look rough? Not even close. Mm. His clothes are ripped and tattered and torn and scorched and beaten and bruised, but he looks shiny and new. Of course he does. So, yeah, I'm going to chill around him. It's a 10-foot radius, so just going to chill around him. (laughs) Okay, so you're going to hold your actions. That brings us to Tariff. All right, I'm still 30 feet away, right? I think he was 55 yep. away, and I ran 25, or not yep. ran, but skipped. So I'm going to move another. So I'm going to run 20 feet up, and then I'm going to cast a piano. Like, or no, like. <laughs> Just gonna drop a piano on it. No, no. Piano. Further in front of me, like uh, probably like five feet away from me. Okay. And and I'm gonna make so it's in between me and Destiny. Oh. So I'm hidden. Okay. So I'm hidden behind this piano. It's big enough to hide me. And that's all I need. 
dear lord. All right. <laughs> Reason. Okay, awesome. so a piano falls from the sky. That's yeah, fine. Four of us casted a piano, so. There's, so, one, there's one piano now. So one piano drops from the sky between you and Destiny, and you are hidden behind it. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's my go. All right. That brings us to Ampersand. Ampersand. I will lay there lifeless. <laughs> I need you to roll me a concentration. So roll me a just a D20 and let me know what you got. And remember that you have a plus five. I'm going to add the five to this. Yeah. <laughs> but you don't necessarily okay. have to add it. Wait till you. 20. Uh, um, so that's, that's with the plus five. I'm not taking okay. any more chances. <laughs> so ampersand. Yeah. As you lay on the ground motionless. Mm-hmm. You feel helpless. Your friends are in a sticky situation. Granny can't move. She's bound here to hold the destiny down. Jimmy, though he tries his best, his efforts seem to be in vain as it seems to be ineffective with his attacks against destiny. And Tariff is hiding. Behind a piano. Behind a piano. As you sit here and are forced to watch this through Granny's eyes, every Anger swells up inside of you. An anger that is uncontrollable, that is ancient, that is powerful. And you summon the anger of the giants. This rage fuels your body and you stand. All right. Your eyes are white and you have three turns before you go back to unconscious state. Three rounds before I go back unconscious? Three rounds. Three rounds. Alright. I've got two, I had two charges on the wraps, correct? Uh, yes. Alright. I am going to run and grab Agatha and we're going to continue to run past Destiny as I cast Meteor Swarm on him. Again. Uh, unfortunately, you can't do that. Oh, because I got fucking granny! <laughs> as All soon right. as you turn to cast, you it would have just negated everything because you can't use magical abilities yeah. or okay. spells. Can I tell that it's because of her? You can tell that there is a field of anti-magic around her. Okay, I'm going to... So I'm running. My speed is 120 when I'm running. Okay. Actually, it would be 140 if I were naked. <laughs> hmm. Okay. So I've got the rage. Do I get naked in the I've final boss battle. The rage of the giants. Um. So yeah. Okay. I'm gonna stand up. I've already said I'm running. I've got Agatha. I try to cast, pull down the meteors again, and I can't. I'm going to drop. I'm gonna drop her, and I'm gonna continue to run. To, uh, away from her, and I'm going to cast it. It's going to get cast. Homie. So as soon as you pull out of the anti-magic field, the meteor swarm crumbs crashing through the roof again. Okay. And I believe I make another saving throw. Yep. And I believe I get advantage on decks while raging. Uh-oh. Okay, that is a 16. No. 
Well, oh. on decks. Yeah. No. No. All right. Well, that's forty more d six. Yeah. It's one hundred and forty three damage. <laughs> God damn. All right. Um. <laughs> that one looked like it hurt a little bit. Yeah. Um, that one, he looks like some blood dripped down his cheek and he's got some bruising. But. Okay. I am running back to him. And as I'm running to him, I'm going to uh, punch him with the gauntlets. Okay. All right. 26 to hit. That is a hit. Okay, you have to tell me what the damage is because you... So the damage for these are going to be 1d12. Okay. 1d12. Plus your strength modifier. (laughs) Okay. Plus your choice of... Plus your choice of 1d6 of fire, ice, or poison. So that is 19 damage plus what now? Plus I can choose... Either 2d6 of fire, ice, or poison. I will do 2d6 of ice. All right, go ahead and roll me 2d6. That is six. So I had 19 plus the six there. Okay. All right, that is my second attack. I've got two more. I keep forgetting to add the damage dice because I'm raging. So I'm not going to forget that this time. I'm going to turn and... Uh, strike him with the sword. The glass sword. Okay. Oh, that is a natural 20. (laughs) (laughs) All right. All right. Go ahead and roll me a percentile. That is a 47. Natural 20. That's 47. 47. Yeah. So back to our Vulture GM's crit and fumble chart. You said 47. Yeah. Opponent provokes attacks of opportunity. Extra damage dice. They are victimized. Okay. So, all right. What is the damage die for this sword you just made up? You made up. Uh, it is an addition. It is also a dis- uh, blah, 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 a d12. So but you get to do 2d6 of fire, ice, and poison damage with it. 2d6 of each one? Yep. So you're going to oh. do... 6d6 and uh, a d12 plus strength modifier. So I'm and I'm adding in my 1d8 rage damage to it. Yep, and you're also adding an additional d12 because you get an extra damage dice. 23. 23 total. That's 23 total, and then I you said what was I do another I do a d6 for the other damage. For the poison, sixty-six. Yep. Six d six. Yep. That is twenty-one. All right. And, and I've your turn. No, I've got one more. I've got one more attack. God on damn! Because I have. Because <laughs> I'm raging. I have four attacks. Okay. And I will um, shock and grasp on this jackass again. I'll say he's looking pretty rough and torn. So, uh, go ahead and pretty rough and torn, like dodge. like what we had talked about, rough and torn. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. All right. Um. <laughs> so you still doing shock and grasp? I'm going to grab him. 
I'm gonna grab him by okay. the throat with both hands. I, I'm so you grab him by the throat. I'm and he grabbing grabs by, you by the throat. I'm grabbing him by the throat. Um, okay. And I'm going so to so two use, monstrous beings grabbing each other by the throat. Yep. And I'm going to through what little bit I can speak through my clenched throat. Agatha, Agatha, get, get Tariff and Jimmy away from us now. Get them away. All of you, get away from the two of us now. And that's going to end I'm my gonna turn. I'm going to sense that he's being like super serious right yep. now. Do I assume I see Jimmy. Do I see Tariff? No. Okay, so I'm going to grab Jimmy and I'm going to scream, Tariff! It's not my go, is it? <laughs> I'm not going to reply. This is a free state right I'm now. This is a free state right now. <laughs> Speaking is a free action. Okay, so he's not talking. So... I'm going to, as fast as my old feet can carry me, look around for Tariff. Okay, roll ahead and roll me a spot. Uh, Tariff, roll me a hide. A stealth, if you will. You know what? I'm using the almighty crit. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Well, did you have it? Another natural 20. That's three natural 20s with a crit in a row. So, natural 20. So you see Tariff, and he's hiding right behind this piano. Sorry, Tariff. I'm coming and grabbing you and taking off. Okay. Wait, wait, wait. There's four of me, remember? Yep. (laughs) Well, I'll keep... How many actions do you have? Yeah, you only... You're not going to get that many actions before he activates. You're not going to get that many actions before he activates this. You could grab me. Yeah, but I probably won't, let's be honest. I'll give you two grabs. Okay, grab 12. Nope. 26. Oh, wait. I think she she actually grabbed him. (laughs) Let me see. Could it be? No, she actually did grab him. Oh, so she actually but snatches the real one. one more, she would have got a duplicate of it. So she snatches the real tariff, and she begins to head towards the doorway. And as you get in the clear, Hampersand, what All are right. you doing? All right, I've got him by the throat, and he's got me by the throat. Does he have his staff with him still? He does. How is he holding onto my throat with his hands, with his staff in his hand? He's got it. He's a beefy boy now, so he's got staff in one hand okay. and your throat by the other. I'm going to take an so action. It's literally like he's just kind of got the staff behind him and he's got you by the throat while you got him by the throat. Okay. I'm going to use an action to pull the staff from him. Okay. Uh, what is that going to be? A strength check? Ath- uh, athletics to grab. It's a 28 because thank God for advantages. 28. <laughs> He got a 20. Don't do this. Seven. Okay. Okay, I'm going <laughs> to... So, are we... So do, she was like, this is so stressful. <laughs> do I have the staff? You have the staff in your hand right now. If okay. I had any hair left, I would be throat. losing it. Yeah. All right. I've got the staff, 
and I'm screaming to Tariff, you're the one who deserves this. You're the most innocent thing I've ever met. And I'm throwing the staff behind me. Are you going to catch it? If I can. Go for it. Roll me in athletics. I mean, he is raged. He's throwing the son of a bitch like a spear right now. I've got a strength of 20. <laughs> <laughs> that is armor class of 15. You managed to catch it. Okay. I'm as strong as Ampersand because my strength's 22. <laughs> <laughs> That's why it's hilarious because yeah. you're literally as strong yep. as a fucking Goliath. All right. So, all right. That was my first of four lady. actions. I'm going to... Um, I'm gonna fucking um, I'm gonna reach in my bag of everything with my free hand that I just threw the staff from. I'm reaching into Ampersand's yep. bag, but I'm pulling it down until the strap breaks off of off of me. So it's my hand is just inside of the bag. Okay. okay. I'm grabbing something. I'm grabbing something from inside the bag, and then I'm gonna fling right. my arm so the bag flies off of my arm behind me. Okay. Okay. And I'm going to, while I've got this son of a bitch by the throat, I'm holding up a blue orb that I got from Osmond. Okay. Then I say, listen here, you son of a bitch. I, Neorak Mountain Drifter, the last of my bloodline, because the ones that you know are traitors and liars. I do this in the name of my brother Tice. You and I, let's go on a trip. Let's go to the heart of the sun. And I say that to the orb of teleportation while I've got a hold of him by his throat. As you say this, somebody appears behind destiny. <sighs> a familiar face. Okay. With an arrow in hand. Yeah. Osman looks to you with a tear in his eye. Yeah. And pierces the spine of destiny as soon as you teleport away. As soon as I teleport away? As soon as you mm. and destiny teleport away. All right. Into the center of the sun. So Ampersand, the other, carried destiny's dead body to the center of the sun. <laughs> after throwing Destiny's staff to Tariff. Granny, where did he go? Where, where did they both go? Granny drops to her knees and sobs. Jamie really rad is kind of confused as to what's going on. and He just kind of <laughs> starts like rubbing Granny's shoulders, like trying to console her. Is, is he really gone? She's just sobbing. Osman looks... Uh, Osman's still there, right? Yep. He just looks around. Hey, you're still alive. <laughs> of course I am. Good. But, uh... Hey, I remember you. Think Ampers oh, God, it's Jimmy really bad. <laughs> Way to kill the fucking mood, you son of a bitch. <laughs> Yeah, okay. So, anyways. Well, Ampersand's gone. That sucks. I kind of liked him. Not like you. I'm looking at Jimmy. <laughs> I'm just trying to console Granny and 
say it's 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 okay, Granny. He's in a better place. And I start to get a little weepy myself. <laughs> he was he was a big dumb son of a bitch, but he was our big dumb son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Tariff is a fine. <laughs> I'm just fine. <laughs> He's grabbing his staff now that he has. Yeah. He's just twirling it up his head. <laughs> so you've got everyone else crying. Osmond just standing there like, mm-hmm. And Tariff's going, wee! <laughs> we know what Tariff does. It's happened how many times now? <laughs> so, uh, Tariff, who's the crying old lady? Apparently that's Grandma. Grandma. That's what she says. Well, she's old enough to be a grandma. So... You bite your fucking tongue. I, <laughs> I spit at her and continue to console Granny. We end this episode as we fade into the sky, seeing our remaining fumbling four and Osman. <laughs> now we fade up to see the remaining fumbling four on this island. And that is where we're going to end this final episode. But as Ampersand wakes, he stands before his brother and his sister. And his brother gives him a hand and helps him up. And he says to him, how would you like to join the gods? Mm, We're always looking for the next one to lead everyone in a grand adventure. Dice, I'll always adventure with you, my true brother. And so the tale of the first fumbling four comes to a close. And we thank you all for listening. And we thank Jimmy Really Rad for joining us for this closure. Uh, <laughs> pretty sure it's Jimmy Really Bad. Jimmy Really Bad now. <laughs> Jimmy Really Badass. Yo, yo. <laughs> and we'll find out what happens with our fumbling four. And their aftermath in the next episode. What are we calling this one, guys? Eat shit and die, crit. Oh, shut <laughs> up! Okay. <laughs> what are we? What are we calling? Calling the next episode? Yep. I believe it was suggested by Sergio himself that it's the mumbling four. Oh yeah, the mumbling <laughs> four. The Mumbling Four, where we'll find out what happens to our heroes of the aftermath, and we'll talk the first season recap. Thanks, everybody, for listening. Tune in next week. Hey, everybody, it's the Almighty Grid. Thanks for listening. We hope you enjoyed it. We love making these, and we're going to keep getting better. Big shout out to all our patrons again. Thank you so much for everything you do. And thank you all for listening. You're just as wonderful. You guys are awesome. Incredible. We love you. Without all of you, 
this show wouldn't be worth it. As always, intro, outro were done by Joseph McDade, wonderful artist. Go check him out. Links in the show notes below. And if you want to hear more of our ridiculous antics, you can go check out one of our other shows on the Robots Radio Network, Call of Cthulhu, Mythos Mysteries, or Cyberpunk, our Cyberpunk Red Live Play podcast. Or you can join us on Patreon, where we post all our episodes ad-free and exclusive episodes. Next one coming up, Dungeons & Dragons Mad Libs. And if you want to chat with us, we're always available, always ready to talk on Discord at the Robots Radio Network Discord. Links in the show notes below. Or you can hit us up on Twitter at 4 underscore crit. And if you love the show, let us know. Leave a review. We love them. We love to see them. (laughs) And it helps us grow. Uh, Tell a friend. We love welcoming new friends of our own. Till next time, everybody, keep those crits natural. Hey, all you wannabe raiders out there, it's your bestest girl, Rose, coming at you up from top of the world. Now it's time for your local traffic and weather. Welp, looks like almost everyone's still dead, so traffic is at a standstill. (laughs) And now a word from our sponsor, because they're totally not bribing me with massive amounts of chems or anything. Seems as the stuffed shirts are back at the White Springs playing games with that total loser modus. But hey, if that's your thing, whatever. So if all you squares wanted to hear more, totally, sort of, but maybe not boring stories about rebuilding Appalachia and being all goody two-shoes, definitely not raiders, check out this thing they call a podcast, The Modus Files, whatever that's supposed to be, on Spotify, iTunes, and wherever else you listen to those things. Double ug. They're not paying me enough for this. Till later, this is Rose. Raiders rule! Hi, I'm Fire Rider, and I'm the host of The Pixel People, a podcast dedicated to taking a close look at our favorite characters from our favorite video games. From major characters who define the course of a game's storyline, to smaller characters who you might have never noticed. Every week, we go beyond the quest line to examine a particular character's story arc and choices and discover the real-world parallels and life lessons hidden just below the surface. I hope you'll join us. You can find the Pixel People on Anchor, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and everywhere else you listen to podcasts.